every day that you show up in your business is a win. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach and spiritual junkie. Woke and Worthy is an experience to help you remember who the fuck you are before who you were taught to be. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, business, money, and manifestation. From the meltdowns to the mountaintops, we don't spare any details on the roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. My goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. It's time to awaken your soul to the gifts within you so you can reclaim what is already yours. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. If you're ready for your weekly dose of the woo and the wealth, let's dive in. And welcome back to this week's episode of Woke and Worthy. I am so excited to have you here because today I am giving you my secrets to success. Yes, you heard it right. I am giving you the five tips that I use for myself as well as I see with many other entrepreneurs. So it really doesn't matter which stage of your life that you are in, this can be applied to any time. And I think this is really, really critical now, seeing as how we are in Q4 of 2021. How in the hell did that happen already? I have no idea. But this can also help you when you are setting up or establishing goals for 2022. And even just looking back at this year and seeing where you've been, what you've accomplished, and I think lots of the times as entrepreneurs, we can be naturally overly ambitious, which is not a bad thing by any means, but sometimes we can almost take that too much to heart and it can be really detrimental to all the incredible things that we have been able to do because it's so easy to overlook all of the things that we did when we're so laser focused on these big massive goals that we kind of overshadow the things that we did do and the leaps and bounds and the healing and the little wins all along the way that we did do so without further ado diving into those tips right now but first one plain and simply is revisiting your goals so no matter where you're at in this year or even looking for what you want to plan for next year but i think this is something that needs to be a foundation for for your business for your life for anything that you want to do is simply revisiting your goals because while your goals may not have changed and you're still might be working towards the same thing whether that be that you're wanting to be in your business full-time or you are in your business full-time and you're wanting to create more income, wanting to start a new program, wanting to do new offerings, wanting to completely switch um, niches and do something else. But when I mean revisit your goals, I want you to sit down and think if things are on track and they're going the way that you thought that they would, amazing. And if they're not, to rather than sit in 
the judgment and beat yourself up and think, well, fuck, I should have been further ahead by now. Why aren't things working out? What's going wrong? What's wrong with me? Why don't I have the, the energy? Blah, 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 blah. Like we know that your inner critic is going to come in and tell you all of the things that you should be doing that you aren't doing. But I really want you to sit with it and see what's caused you to maybe not be on track as you thought you would have been. Um, and just look at that and think like, are the goals that you've created for yourself and the timelines that you have put into place, are they actually what you want to hold yourself accountable to? And even thinking, have your priorities maybe shifted? Have they changed? Are you in a different season of your life or rather than needing to speed up and put all this time, effort, energy into your business where maybe you're feeling resistance to it and to be honest if you're going to show up in a season of force and just get thing get shit done it's gonna be really really freaking hard so maybe it's actually needing to take a step back and reevaluate okay is this something that i truly truly still want to achieve okay if it is then great looking at it and saying okay is the timeline actually manageable for what I have going on in my life right now and even thinking like I said priorities change as well too so maybe you're needing to prioritize me time like you time more because you haven't been doing that maybe you find yourself working all of these hours and you're just exhausted laying on the end of the uh, on the I was going to say on the end of the couch, but like laying on, collapsing on the couch at the end of the night and all you have energy to do is to watch Netflix. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but maybe you're not exercising as much as you want or you're not prioritizing your rituals and doing the things for you. Taking a bath, going out for walks, reading, meditating. It's just like those little things that aren't actually little. Um, maybe you're in a place as well too where you're wanting to prioritize seeing your friends, your family more, maybe spending more time with your significant other. And so really taking into consideration what your goals are, what it's costing you really in a sense, what it's costing you and if that's the path that you want to continue on or do you maybe need to scale back your not scale back on your goals, but scale back on the timeline or extend that runway out for your goal and when you want to do that. So just really looking at the season of your life that you're in and granted, like, again, going into Q4, this is an incredible time, but also at the same time, it's a very, it can be a very busy fucking time as well as a stressful time as well too. So if you're trying to launch a new program and the program's not created yet and you have to do a freebie for it and you want to do a free challenge and you want to do all of these things and then on top of that you have Christmas presents to buy and family to see and travel arrangements and plans and all those things to make like asking yourself does this really need to happen right now are you forcing it to happen because you set this sort of um concrete date in your mind for when it needed to be launched or can you maybe take the pressure off yourself and say okay maybe this doesn't need to be my focus right now maybe once the holidays are done and January comes up I revamp and go into that then but just really looking again at the season of your life so number one is just revisiting your goals and making sure that they truly light you up that they inspire you that it's still what you want and making sure that there are things that feel in alignment with 
you, your impact, um, and your message that you want to share for yourself right now. Tip number two for the secret to success is setting realistic goals, okay? Now, I kind of alluded to this in, in the first one, but what I mean by realistic goals, and I see this in myself so many times with the clients that I work with as well too, is that we set almost this, this bar, this marker for ourselves that we need to operate at our absolute best every single day. And that's the intention or the precedence that we set for ourselves. Whereas I'm sure we've all seen it where we've had maybe a day, a couple of days, a week, weeks, whatever that may be for you, where you were just in this absolute state of flow and everything just worked out effortlessly and you got more done than you ever imagined that you could do, which is incredible. Freaking love those days, love those weeks, love those whatever that bit of time looks like for you. Problem being is that we then take that as our standard of operation for ourselves, which is so, 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 so not true and not in a bad way. Those flows are incredible and they serve us a lot to get to get shit done. But then when you set the expectation that that's how you need to show up and that's how you need to operate every single day, you are essentially setting yourself up for failure. Because when you're in those flow states in that inspired workflow and things are just working really, really well, yeah, sure, you probably get five, seven things done on your list and you just keep going, going, going. You're like, wow, that was really cool. I didn't realize I could get all that stuff done. But then you're then setting that as the precedence. Well, if I did that yesterday, if I did that last week, I should be able to do that every single day right? Where you put five things on your list, seven things on your list, and you realize that you wake up the next day, the next week, didn't sleep so great, maybe not feeling that inspired. Maybe it's a day where you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to blow up my business. But regardless of all those feelings, we completely negate those and think, nope, I have five things on my list. These five things have to get done or else I am a failure, okay? And you force yourself, you push through, you're not feeling connected to your content, you're kind of just going through the motions, you're showing up, you don't have the energy, and then you get to your end of your day like, wow, what did I actually get done today? You recognize that everything you had on your list is still there. And there's lots of those days I feel like for me, for myself, especially when I moved into my business full time, is that shifting out of that corporate mindset and that eight hour workday, I was literally sitting at my desk or doing work that was just busy work, but not actually income producing work because we're almost trained to be these like little worker bees and these ants and I need to put in an eight hour day. Well, if I can get all the stuff that I needed to get done in four hours, five hours, hey, if we're in a flow and we can get it all done in three hours, great. Do I really need to sit there for five hours? Sure, if I want to, and if there's things that I'm excited and I want to keep working, then yeah, I can do it. But otherwise, my stuff that I wanted to get done for the day is done. Why do we have to like put ourselves again, like I said, doing busy work and not actually income producing work? So just with that, setting realistic goals, this is really setting, again, 
looking at how you are feeling for the day, how you are showing up that day, what's your energy like, how are you feeling, what do you feel inspired to do, and setting goals based from on that, not from when you felt ultimately your best, okay? And so what that can really look like, um, I know for myself, something that's really, really helped me is before I would set a list that felt like a million lines long. Again, like I said, I was somebody who was very much, I would put five to seven things on my list and then feel like such a failure when at the end of the day, I look at it and I hardly got anything off the list or I just checked one thing off. And so just being really, really intentional for myself, either on Sunday night, Monday morning, as I'm sitting down at the table eating breakfast, like what, what would I, what do I actually need to get done? What are those two to three really big actions that I want to take that moves the needle forward in my business? And then anything that I get to other than those three things is just extra and it's a bonus and it really helps take that pressure off of needing to put so many things on my list and it not getting done and my my to-do list like you probably found for yourself. You end up having a to-do list that feels like you scratch two things off just to add another five or six things to it. And ultimately, like I said, you're just setting yourself up for failure when you get to your end of your week. You're like, holy shit. Wait, what? What did I do with my time? Why is there so many things on my list? And it can be really, really disheartening when that's how you are showing up week after week after week after week. So just knowing that probably every single thing that you've ever wanted to do, it always gets done. So why stress yourself out? Why put more pressure on yourself than you need to when you know that all the things that need to be done, you will always get them done. Allow yourself the space to do them in a way that doesn't feel stressful, that doesn't feel forced, that doesn't feel overwhelming. And that's when you get to really enjoy your business a hell of a lot more. Like I said, my practice for myself is at the beginning of the week, what are the two to three main things that I want to accomplish in my business this week? And where can I schedule those in? And those are the things that I hold myself accountable to. In the same time, if I'm having a really off week, if I'm not feeling inspired, if things are feeling really forced, if it's one of the weeks where I want to blow up my business and quit it, which let's be honest, as being as an entrepreneur, those happen quite often, even though we don't like to admit it. I am now in a space where I allow myself to not work, to go and sit in the stillness. There are still things that I can do that are income producing, meaning prioritizing DMs, getting back to messages, making sure that all of my clients are taken care of. Because honestly, as long as I'm creating conversations with people, does putting out content or doing a podcast or putting out reels, does that matter? No. They're extras. I mean, how I generate the majority of business or income in my business is through conversations. So I am on my off weeks, as long as I can keep myself accountable to that, I know that my business is still going to be okay and I'll get to the other things. Um, Again, slippery slope, caveat there. There's only so much that you can put that off for yourself. And I'll come to this with my tip number five. So tip number one, Revisit your goals. Tip number two is to set realistic goals for yourself. So we're not making a list that's from here to kingdom come. 
but what is actually achievable for yourself? What are those two to three things? And maybe even say like, these are my three priorities that I want to get done for this week. And then put, make a list of five, but those two other things are a bonus. So if you get them done, great. If not, those two things at the end of the list become the priority for your next list and you can kind of keep a rolling tab that way. Tip number three for the secret to success is to stop comparing your damn self. Okay? Compare, comparison, I don't know what word I was going to say there, is just a fucking trap. And that's recognizing if you feel like you are falling behind, if you feel like you have so much to do, if you feel like you are going on to social media, comparing yourself to everybody, nitpicking your stuff, feeling like what you do isn't enough, feeling like they have so much more that you should be doing that as well too, to just recognize that that's your ego. That's not actually you. That's just your fear coming up, trying to pull you back from doing the things that you really need need to advance your business forward. And it's, people say this all the time, but truly stay in your lane because half the time we think at least, we try to convince ourselves that we're comparing apples to apples when in fact we're comparing apples to oranges. Fuck, sometimes we're comparing apples to freaking pineapples. So you cannot tell me that you are comparing yourself knowing wholeheartedly the backstory and the background of this other person, right? Maybe if it's your biz bestie, maybe you do, but even then you probably don't. Um, and so with this, we never know how much time people have. We don't know what their energy is like. We don't know what their other priorities are or their commitments. And I know this was something for myself that took me a really, really long time to learn, literally years. One moment, please, while I take a sip of water. And no, we do not edit that shit out. We don't have time for that. We're keeping it real here. <laughs> um, but for myself, when I first started my business, so granted, the first couple years that I had my business, I wouldn't say I even had a business because I was just doing it for friends and family, was trying to copy what other people were doing online. So I, I, I don't want to say that I officially had a business. But the very first group business coaching program that I took and how this this comes into this comparison trap. Lots of the times after that program, again, had a lot of friendships that, uh, that were started and that I still have to this day from that program. But the problem was is that I continually compared myself to some of this woman in the program. I saw them in their business full time. I saw their businesses scaling. I saw their businesses taking off. And I was so fucking frustrated when I would look at what I did, how far my business had come and where I thought it would be. It was never enough. And it was so frustrating and I was really discrediting what I had been able to do and now what I say by this is with these other women obviously we have vastly different backgrounds vastly different experiences time energy and stuff like that and in the height of my comparison when I was shitting on myself the most and saying you suck you shouldn't be doing this you should be further ahead I was also working full-time, full-time working. I was basically working full-time as well as running my business full-time as well as fucking bodybuilding. 
at the same time. Three huge freaking commitments, not discrediting what the other women were doing, but they were also in their businesses full time. Yes, they had priority on their health and wellness, so they were working out and all those things too. But here I was comparing myself who was working a full-time job, meaning eight hours working for someone else. I would basically then go work out, come home, work for a few hours. I would work on my lunch break as much as I could get done. And I worked every single weekend, but I was nowhere near comparing apples to apples at all because I had a 40 hour work week that I was putting in. Whereas with these ladies, they had their full time attention energy commitment to their business and to their business alone. So for me to compare myself to their success, well, 100%, they deserved what they did. That's not what I'm saying. Like I'm so, it's so cool to see how far they've taken their businesses, where they've gone. And it's really fucking inspiring. I can say that now, but at that time, I was using it as there was something wrong with me and there's something that I wasn't doing. But to be working full-time and running a business basically full-time as well too, that's a lot on my plate. And it's pretty freaking cool what I was able to do and the fact that I was able to do that and kind of straddle both of them before transitioning into my business full-time. But I really didn't give myself the credit that I needed to because these women had their full-time and intention to pour into their business and they saw success because of it, which is great. I was seeing amazing success in my business while working full-time, while bodybuilding, but I was discrediting every single part of it solely for the fact that I still had a corporate job. I mean, come on. I was discrediting myself right from the get-go. So truly, truly, stop comparing, okay? And the biggest tip that I can give for you with this one or word of advice is if you're going on social media and you're finding that you're coming to accounts where maybe you even seek them out and that's again just your ego trying to um what's the word basically trying to feed itself right like stoke the flames feed the fire uh, those insecurities in yourself if you find that you're going to people's accounts that are making you feel bad making you compare yourself making you feel like you're further behind making you feel like oh well she's doing this i can't do like anything that is kind of bringing you down regardless if they're your friends for your own mental and emotional health i would highly highly recommend unfollowing them If you don't feel safe unfollowing them, you don't want that to look tardy on you, there is a way to mute them as well too so that their stuff doesn't come up. Like give yourself that peace of mind. Building a business is hard enough in and of itself without all of this external secondary noise that's only going to come in and fuel your ego, not the faith in yourself and the resilience that you have in your business. So give yourself that grace that peace of mind that you don't need to see what they're doing because what they're doing has no impact to what you're doing. And lots of the times it is impacting you, yourself and your business in a negative way. So when I say stay in your own lane, give yourself that peace of mind and unfollow them, mute them, whatever it is that you need to do. And if you come back to a place where you feel like, okay, I can, I can follow them again. I can unmute them. I want to see what they're doing and you can have a healthy relationship with their account in your business, then go for it. But if that's not what's happening right now, then give yourself that permission that you don't need 
to follow them. And to be completely honest, they're probably not going to notice. And secondly, they're probably not going to care. Okay. And then moving on right along to tip number four. Tip number four is simple. It is looking how far you have come. Right? Simple. Yet, how many of us actually take time to do this? And if I were to ask you, when is the last time that you actually celebrated yourself? Or were actually proud of yourself and how far you've come? And not just like a, yay, I signed a client, woo me, good job. Or only attaching your success to monetary value, to income, to clients coming in. Every day that you show up in your business is a fucking win because so many people will talk about wanting to go after their dreams, to start their dream business, to want financial freedom, the freedom of time, yet never take the action to do it. So every day that you show up, you should be celebrating yourself, okay? And I don't mean like you have to go out and do something extravagant for this for yourself, but even just sitting down at the end of the week and being proud of yourself and the accomplishments. Maybe you put yourself out there. Maybe you message more people than you usually would. Maybe you were more outgoing in your DM conversations and asked for the sale more than you would. Maybe you made a vulnerable post on your social media, like whatever it may be. Maybe you had massive client wins that you helped support them through. Like, as women, I really don't think that we celebrate ourselves nearly, nearly enough. And it's something that really should be worked into your business because if we're just waiting for those big, monetary milestones in our business in order to um, champion and celebrate ourselves, you're going to be waiting a long fucking time because when we are waiting to validate our success, that's when it's never going to come. Your success doesn't need to be validated. You are successful every single day. It's up to you to choose to see that. And by celebrating the little wins, and again, it's like it's the little steps that you take every single day that lead you to those big milestones. But if you don't celebrate the little ones, you're going to keep pushing that goal further and further and further and further away, never ever getting to it. So celebrate yourself however you want to do that, whether that be at the end of the week, if you look at something and you give yourself, maybe your celebration is literally giving yourself a luxurious bubble bath, like putting a bath bomb in there, lighting some candles, getting yourself a glass of wine, piece of chocolate, and just having a couple moments of solitude for yourself. Maybe it's giving yourself a spa appointment once a month. For myself, something that I will not go without, like this truly for me, yes, while it is very, very healing, it's also one of my non-negotiables that I love in a way that I celebrate myself and give back to me is I see a shaman. Love her to death, Larissa. Hi, babe. Um, That's not definitely not something that I need to do. It's something that I love to do and I'm excited to do. And when I see that appointment in my book, it just gets me fucking pumped for Fridays. Like Fridays are my best days. Getting your nails done. Like it doesn't have to be something that is extravagant by any means. Going out and buying a bottle of wine and having a glass of wine. Treating yourself to a Starbucks 
coffee on maybe Wednesday mornings when you go and do the majority of your DMs or just how can you sprinkle in little celebrations for yourself along the way? Because being an entrepreneur is a journey, okay? It is not a sprint. How can you bring more fun, more joy, more ease, more light, more play? And a great way to do that is through celebrating and it gets to make it really, really fun. So that's tip number four. So quickly, revisiting them all, the four tips before we get into the last one. But number one, revisiting your goals. Number two is to set realistic goals, realistic to your time, to your energy, to the season of the life of your life that you are in. Step number three is to stop comparing. Step number four, looking how far you've come, celebrating yourself, those small milestones, those small steps along the way. And number five, again, simple. All these are really, really simple, but don't suffer in silence. Get support for yourself. Okay, I think too often, and granted, we are very, very resourceful women, and you're driven, you're determined if you're here, and lots of the times we feel like, I can just figure this out on my own. I should just be able to figure this out on my own, and lots of the times there's a fear attached to that. Maybe there's a fear in fear in the money it, and investing in yourself that you, one, might not be worth it, two, what if you don't make it back, three, what if it doesn't work out? There's all of these stories that we can tell ourselves, but if you're really finding yourself in a rut or in this resistance, lacking clarity, lacking confidence, lacking direction, investing in yourself in your business will be the best thing that you ever do for yourself, okay? And it's something for me that anytime that I have invested in myself, it has given me the biggest return on investment that I have ever seen. Because just think about if you are sitting in Again, the overwhelm, the anxiety, the stress of where to focus your time, your energy, your attention to grow your business, to get clients, to do your content, like that takes up a lot of your mental and emotional capacity. And I know for myself, just having somebody to bounce ideas off of, to gain clarity, not necessarily to tell me what to do, but just to, hey, I have this idea. Hey, how would you set this up? setting up structures, setting up foundations for your business that you can continue and stay consistent and accountable to. That saves you so much time, so much money, and so much energy in the long run, especially, especially in the beginning stages of your business. Like I said, I had a business for two years I ran it for two years and I wouldn't even say that it was officially a business then because I was basically just looking on Instagram, looking at other people's web pages, what they were pricing their services at, how they were doing things. Not only was I severely, severely undercharging, but I also wasn't getting clients. I wasn't getting any traction in my business. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. So again, when you work with a mentor, you're paying them obviously for their time, for their energy, for their expertise, but it's literally shortening the gap between where you are and where you want to go. So if you do that by yourself, think that that might take you a couple of years, whereas working with a mentor can shorten that gap to literally months, 
literally months. Now, again, I know that there can be a lot of fear, a lot of doubt that comes with the exchange of investing in yourself. And that's definitely an episode that I will do another time. But if if you're feeling, or if you've even been questioning yourself and what to do next, the steps to take in your business, wherever that may be, whether that be figuring out your idea, figuring out a content strategy structure, how to sign clients consistently, creating a new program or a new offer, get help. Truly, truly get help because it is going to save you so much headache so much questioning yourself, so much, like how many times do you think, okay, I have it figured out, I'm gonna do this, that, and the other thing. And you start doing it for a little while and then you go onto social media and you see what other people are doing and you immediately question everything that you set out for yourself and it's back to the drawing board. And how many times do you continually keep doing that, trying something out, not allowing yourself to stay consistent or accountable for it long enough to actually see it work because you second guess yourself. You don't have that when you have a mentor. It's almost like that um, reaffirming or that, yeah, that recognition like, yeah, you got it. That, yeah, just that reaffirming that you are on the right track. So yes, if you feel like you are in a place where you're stagnant, you're questioning yourself, you have all these ideas, but you don't know where to start, that is a definite sure sign that it's time to get support for yourself and for your business. And if that's something that you were looking for, I do have spots available in my one-to-one coaching container to the empowered entrepreneur to help you do just that, to whether that is creating a new program for yourself, if that's getting super clear on your client, their transformation, the product suite and how to speak to them so that you can gain consistent clients. Would love to talk to you. The link for that to apply can be found in my Instagram bio at I am Jess Kwasney. But regardless, wherever you're at, if there's another mentor that you are seeing that you're being called to, that you're drawn to, or you're seeing everything that you put out, put out, maybe you look at their landing page a couple times, but you never fill out the application. Go fill it out. Like I said, do not suffer in silence. So recapping really quickly again, the five The secrets to success and my five tips for the secrets to success. Number one is revisiting your goals. Number two is setting realistic goals. Number three is to stop comparing and stay in your damn lane, okay? Number four is to look how far you've come and to celebrate Celebrate your success, celebrate the small wins because it's the small wins that actually lead you to the big wins. And then number five is to get support because that is going to literally catapult your success way quicker than doing it on your own. Thanks again for joining me here today and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.